It happened. That video you just heard yes. was uh, was my reaction today when I saw that tweet and was sitting in class waiting for my teacher who was like, Yeah, I was, I was sitting sitting in French class. Um, that, was, that was exciting. I was sitting next to one of my Nets fans exciting. and I was getting really hype. It's so sad that a firing is like the best <laughs> news we've had all yeah, year. Best news like we've by had. Far. Yeah, that and Fizdale. It's this is different than Fizdale though. Well, I mean, is, like this is bigger. Fizdale, you know, the coaches. Fizdale was like, in fairness, like not a good NBA coach, but like the team still sucks, you know. So like, he didn't have that much of an impact. This guy is the reason that the team sucks. Yeah, like I mean, he he's built the he's built the roster. He's been with the organization for twenty or so years, and he's like, been working under Dolan forever. And yeah yeah it's just exactly it's about time he's gone because there's a reason we've had so many losing seasons and and like this, this guy this played a big worst, piece yeah. this is the worst executive in basketball yeah like put simply put like he's the worst executive in basketball um so that's yeah basically this simply is put. I, i'm ecstatic because like there's more there's optimism right now i feel like yeah me for as a well. lot of these fans and a lot of these um, players in the franchise. It's about time. His player development was bad. His drafting was not good. And everyone was starting to lose trust in him in the organization. And it's this was obviously the right move. And I think everybody agrees. No, yeah. I mean, yeah, it 100% was the right move. And, I, and, you know, a lot of people were, like, criticizing it happening, like, right before the deadline. And, um, but, like, I'm actually glad it did. It happened when it did happen because I think there's like still viable time to like resurrect everything, mm -hmm. and then like like we weren't going to trade Morris, and we were going to like throw away the pawn for Russell, and like so many things that right. could have gone wrong. We couldn't have another disaster. Wrong now. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's really great. Right. Um, that's really great. Mills, there's not a whole lot to talk about now that he's gone. Um, do you want to talk about some of the new candidates that are potential yeah. job? Yeah, because I think it, it, I mean we can do like a forty-five minute show, you know, that can go through the entire Mills tenure and all the disaster that yeah. happened, and like it could honestly be longer. Yeah. Um, um, but right now, let's look to the future, and we are going to go through a list. Um, credit to um, Mike Vorkanov. From the um, athletic, he wrote a nice athletic. article. Um, just on some candidates uh, to replace Masai, or not to replace Masai. <laughs> I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Um, to replace uh, Mills. Steve Mills. Yeah. So let's go through them. All right. The first one, as you already stated, as Masai, I said, what I so I constructed a list of guys who I want, who I'm in the who's in the middle, and who I don't like. So I'll list. I'll say. As we go down the list, I'll say what category and they're in and my reason for it, and Owen will talk about what he thinks. But I expect us to have pretty similar opinions on a lot of these yeah. guys. Yeah, okay. All right, so you you can start with Masai. I know your opinion already, but let's hear it. I mean, dude, like, yeah, get it done. He's the best executive in, bas best executive in basketball. Like, 
one of, I mean, one of, if not the best executive in basketball. And like, we haven't had a great executive like that in God knows how long, you know? And, and that's a, that's the type of guy that changes a culture. Like that man who has control over our entire roster will change the team, you know, like right. he got, you know, he has a more talented, like he picked an undrafted guy this year, Terrence Davis, who is, more talented and is playing better than any Knicks rookie has in five years. Yeah. Like I mean, and what he he's done just with knows how to find talent. Deal, and what yeah. he's done with Siakam and like finding Siakam and just everything. He's right. done a phenomenal job. And obviously the Knicks. Yeah. Obviously getting him would take some compensation, but I give up second round picks and dare I say one of the Mavs first rounders, like this guy will turn around your franchise. No, I would too. For um yeah. for the foreseeable I would future. Too. All right, let's move on to the next too. guy on the list, which is Sam That's an easy Presti. Yes. I'll start. I'll start with this one here. Okay. Presti would be great, uh, but I don't see him leaving OKC for New York. They have so many. We uh, we have to give compensation the for assets, too. I, and they, they have so many, so many assets. assets for him to play with yeah. in the future. And I just they're in a great spot, even though KD Westbrook they've been they've been gone. And they're done with that era, but they're in such a good spot, and they're so well set up for the future. I don't see him coming to New York um, for you any, know, any reason. He's also been there for so long; like he could have left. Like there are definitely jobs that he could have had, and like OKC is probably the smallest market in basketball. Mm-hmm. One of them for sure, and like it's quite a jump. One, and you know, if he if he could have left. OKC, he would have. I mean, actually, it would have been hard to leave OKC because he's had such a talented roster there. But like at the same time, I'd argue that he still has a very talented roster and like is going to have a great opportunity to make that roster more talented in the coming years. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't. See I, I mean, coming. yes, I'd love it because he's really fucking good at his job. Like really fucking good at his job, and he's one of the best drafters of the last. You know. He probably is the best draft of the last like ten years, and what he did with the the Paul George trade and the Westbrook trade are two beautiful works of art. So <laughs> I do it, but yeah. yeah. Um, a player agent is weird for me. That's in my middle because honestly, I don't know enough right. about this to give like a real opinion. And I know um, Rich Kleiman interested. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's like a lifelong Knicks fan. That's Kevin Durant's oh, agent. Oh God, um, yeah. and you he's, know, he's that- alienated forever. Yeah, but like that, th- as Vorkanov said, like Austin Brown, the co-head of the CEA basketball, was given internal consideration, and Bob Myers has done well. And Ron Palinka, those guys were all agents before their jobs, and they've all been successful. So, you know, I don't know en- enough about the player agents to really say whether I want a guy or not. So, I don't know if I can make a real opinion on that. I can't either, and it's like I'm I'm hesitant to it, like automatically off the bat because i want someone who has like a lot of basketball experience but like it's been successful palinka kind of had it all handed to him Mm -hmm. you know like that was all like the cap space i mean he made some trades to gain cap space but like you sign lebron like you're you're winning games (laughs) i don't think he had a but i also don't think he played a large role in doing that Mm -hmm. lebron was just gonna go where he wanted to go and the fact that the Lakers were in a train wreck, which they kind of were because Magic was kind of a disaster as president. You know, I don't think it does much to say about that. And obviously Bob Myers has done a great job, but Bob Myers is Bob Myers, you know. Right, and, you know, he's so got the best team of all time in his hands. And he, he built that, but a lot of that, he did, you know, yeah. came through 
you know, Kevin Durant. Like, you can credit these guys for these things, but, like... I mean, he did pick Stephen Clark. Yeah. But... Which other... I would give him more credit for Lauren KD, you know, there than, than I'd give Palenka credit. Yeah, I would... Yeah, I, you give you give him credit, aren't... too, for picking Curry, like, while they had uh, Ellis and seeing where the league was going mm-hmm. in the future and Clay yeah. and Draymond in yeah. the second round. Like, yeah, those are all GM things. But, but also, like... You just, there haven't been enough of these guys to really like to right. have come out well but like i don't know they're it's tough to tell it's in my middle category yeah. so yeah we'll go to the next guy uh, michael winger he i don't i had to research him i'll be honest I idea yeah. um he's in after researching him from like the little that i know i like him he I mean he's uh, sure. I don't know much about the guy, but from what I've read, I like him. He, as Mike mentions in his article, he hasn't had full control of the Clippers, so he can't take full credit for like the Paul George trade, getting Leonard and uh, getting you know Harrell and Williams on uh, cheap deals. But he certainly had a part of it. So if you can bring a guy like that with that mind and being around that organization who's been good while he's been there, like now great, yeah, I think that's the kind of mindset and mentality and knowledge you want to bring into this dysfunctional franchise yeah and and yeah the clippers as you said kind of the clippers are like the ultimate blueprint and they have done such a wonderful job the past five or so years that like kind of a franchise was about to fall apart Mm -hmm. and they completely remade it into now arguably the nba's premier franchise right you know so i don't know how much he has to do with that also, he worked with Presti for a while. Right. Um, and it's which from, is from one big market to another, and he would have full control now. Like now, right now, he's working with like mm-hmm. you know Jerry West and these guys. Um, but if you bring him to New York, he'll have full general manager control. Mm-hmm. And these guys are always risky because like you don't know how much like their success comes from the people around him or is he really like that much of a positive force there? You know, cause like I think Luke Walton is like the perfect example of like a guy that like, you know, went to golden state and like is the top assistant on, you know, Steve Kerr's staff, the best team in the NBA. He's a head coach is right. an absolutely terrible head coach, you know, mm-hmm. like, so it, it's, it, it, it's risky with guys like that, but I, he seems like he has a great resume been around a lot of great teams right. but not hate the hire at all see the next guy on this list is billups i don't know about this one i think i, I don't i mean yeah i don't know i i just i think i want guys with experience to come into the, like it's such a big role in new york and you know you have i think you have to have some front office and gm experience but um i just i and don't know if, i don't know if i want to go this route i want a guy who knows his way around and has proven success and this is the ultimate wild card and like who knows how good he is at like evaluating talent or you know compiling a roster and being smart with the salary cap he's never done it before he's an analyst there's a big jump from being an espn analyst on like the jump to being the general manager of the new york knicks so like i don't know he's never had a front office right i want somebody who knows how to like you said navigate the organization and and the job plain and simple exactly Trajan right, Langdon. I've heard a lot of great things about this guy. Okay. He's in my middle. Um, he's only at my high. He's in my middle only because I don't really know anything about him. And I said anything over Mills is a real upgrade. Um, That's fair. But, I mean, he's in New Orleans and they – I don't know how – I mean, 
he he got a ton of young guys for AD. I mean, he was kind of forced in that situation, but it's although they're not having like the best year. I mean, Zion obviously mm-hmm. sat out for most of it. They they look promising. I can tell you that. They look promising, but he also hasn't been there very long. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, you know, as much as I hate to say this, he was he was really has gained his reputation for being a part of Sean Marks' staff, mm-hmm. and the Nets have done a fabulous job at you know kind of turning nothing into something and like i'd argue this is pretty easy actually the Knicks have much more assets and flexibility than the nets did um like three years ago you know mm-hmm. so if he was part of that you know I, I i like that and i've heard a lot of great things about him like it sounds like he's like a real rising star in, in the business right so yeah I, you I'll know more about him it. than i do so i'll leave that yes to you. yeah neil Olshie. 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 There's no L at the end. <laughs> Neil Olshie. Neil Olshie. Um, he's in my middle, and I'll tell you, like, so... Yeah. You draft Lillard in McCollum. Right now, he's the executive for the Blazers, right? Um, You draft Lillard in McCollum, but other than those guys, I don't know if he's... He hasn't built a great roster around them, and they've been stuck in, like, the, the good yeah. category for a long time, and it's rare that you come across guys like Lillard and McCollum and he hasn't been able to really get a guy like that since they drafted them. Made some terrible free agents. And he's made some, he made like, you know, they had um like the Harkless deal and they had Leonard. Uh, he actually is playing well, but like not with them. Yeah. Evan Turner is Evan one of the Turner worst free agent contracts really the last five years. Yeah. Like um I just drafted Larry McCollum, two great players, but like hasn't done anything else. I mean, the Nurkic trade that's a, been a really good move, but obviously, like Nurkic broke his legs. Like, what are you going to do about that? But yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know like enough about this guy to really tell you. I, I, I like him or not, but like just from looking at the Blazers the past mm-hmm. six or seven years, I just don't know if I want that guy because he right. hasn't been able to build a championship roster around two yeah. two stars but also i mean proven success you know has 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 taken a team in that was western pretty low in good, the western conference yeah. to being like they've been good for a while mm-hmm. and consistently good for a while it's hard to get over the hump you know when they're the warriors and they were never that good um but you can't necessarily blame them for that yeah. they, made, um, they made the but, western conference finals just last year so I'm surprised Daryl Morey isn't on this list. Next guy on this list is Scott Perry. See, I, I want him gone. I also want him gone. My dad said something to me today when uh, when the whole news broke out. When you, you cut out one guy, you got to cut the rest of the guys out. And there's nothing you can do about Dolan, but I think you restart with Perry. And obviously, it started with Mills. I just think you reset it all and bring in new, fresh minds. Just the way this... Organization has been a disaster recently. Just, just get him out of here. I mean, Perry hasn't really done anything well. Is like, you know, the guys we've talked about in the past, like the the guy from the Clippers and Trajan, like they've been a part of like winning groups. Mm-hmm. Perry, I know, was an assistant GM with Joe Dumars in in Detroit. You know, that was a great team. Was but with, like uh, recently, with the Magic, right? the, he was with the Magic. The Magic were terrible. Rob yeah. Hennigan was one of the worst GMs in the league. Um, like that was a terrible administration, you know, the Kings made some bad signings when he was there, like a lot of, he's made a lot of like questionable moves. Um, I I think the only argument for him is really 
we there's no way to tell how much of these past yeah. few years was him or Mills. Um, and he's got an audition in the next couple of days, mm-hmm. um, so I'm excited to see how he does. Yeah. So Perry, I, I I'd leave like I'd come back to it. I want to. I'm curious to see what he does with the trade deadline, and I you know I don't know how much of the draft has been him because. Mills ultimately is number one in power. Right. He's the president. President so. of basketball ops. So, yeah. Um, all right. Process. I would love this. <laughs> I said so, this too. He, was, he did so well, man. Yeah. And just imagine bringing this guy to New York. Like, come on. It's the process we're talking about. I don't want to get too caught in, like, the titles and just, like, the trend it became. But how fun would it be? It would be that would be the ideal guy, honestly. He like he doesn't get a lot of credit for the job he did in Philly. Like he did a great job in Philly. They made some great moves. He didn't really get to see the fruits of his labor, you know? Mm-hmm. So one you don't know, but I just know he's incredibly smart. He did a great job with what he had, you know, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, even if the fit isn't great, like two of the most talented players ever. He did a wonderful job of just compiling assets and but I feel like are we past? I just are we past the compiling assets phase? I want assets like now. But not, he didn't get it. That was what he did with his job, right? And like that and then he didn't have he the chance to, to build. That he didn't have the chance to build around these. And a compiled lot of the assets. terrible moves the Sixers made in the coming years were not him. That, I mean, Kevin. What's it, what the fuck was his name? Um, I know who you're talking God. about. Colangelo. Yeah, Colangelo. Um, Twitter burner guy. Yeah. Um. Colangelo was brought Brian, Brian Colangelo, not Kevin Colangelo. Brian was terrible. Like he made some terrible, and Elton Brand is arguably even terrible as well. But the reason they're in the, the position to make these moves is because of Sam Hankey. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah. I just don't know. We, I have we seen enough from like Sam building a winning roster? Like he know. did build a winning roster with Philly. He built a winning roster facility. He yeah. never won exactly games. What he did. Like he never won games. Was he never... got fired before he won games because Brian Colangelo wanted or Jerry, sorry, wanted to get his son in there. Yeah, but That's... I know, I know he he built assets. He traded a bunch of guys and he picked them. But he also had some Okafor. Was Okafor him? Um, he did pick Okafor. Yeah, he had Okafor. He had another he bad. He, one. he had Fultz. Fultz wasn't him. He picked Okafor, but like. Oh, you could have picked Kristaps, but still, like I don't know. I don't know. I just apparently I, I, they were scared that Kristaps was going to like go back overseas. Or there's still moves I, I would have liked to see him make, and I know it's not his fault, but I'm just saying the Sixers are where they are because of him. They would be in a better position if he's still there. They're not even. A, some, they're they're like the aren't they like the fourth seed right now? They're sixth actually. Sixth, like but they they I know, were a Kawhi Leonard shot away from you know overtime with a chance to go to the Western Conference Finals, Eastern. Eastern, sorry, but I think you're not giving him enough credit. He literally got fired. No, I give him a, a ton of credit, but that's that's not as sure of a thing as you know the, Presti or Masai. You know what? I, like obviously, be- I know. But the best parts of Hinky's roster or the Sixers roster are all Hinky moves. Mm-hmm. But so, I mean, like you can argue, also argue that he did Robert a good Covington job. Plucked from nowhere, you know. He did a lot of like, but all right. He, he, uh, with those assets that he got, a lot of his drafting, like a, a lot of people would well, agree with. He didn't find what? other than Covington. Like you, he didn't find. Did he find any like small gems in the draft? T.J. McConnell. He's not on the team anymore. He wasn't that. Yeah, he wasn't that good. Like he was. He's, he's not player. all that. Like <laughs> he's fun to he watch because he's a scrappy little guy. But 
You love TJ McConnell. This is my boy, but he's not gonna. Jeremy he's Grant. Not gonna... He 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 picked up Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant's a good player. TJ McConnell, Robert Covington. Like these are good guys. I'm just saying. Mm. These are good guys. He hasn't. I mean, I just want. I want a guy who's come from winning. I've always said this with coaches and now with GMs. I want guys who come from winning organizations. John Horst. Uh, yeah, bring him in. Honestly, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know much. Bring him in. Um, I said. Uh, I said he, he's done great things with the Bucks, and the he's argument against him is yeah. he's had this generational talent and Giannis. So it's not like really him, but nah. Coach Bud was a great hire, and he's found good pieces to complement Giannis. So it's been a team effort between him and Bud. Easy hire though. But um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, clearly knows how to build a winning team. All right. Pritchard, I mean, I don't know why he'd leave there. Yeah, I said that too. Um, so. I think he's done a great job finding pieces in a smaller market. I don't watch every Pacer game, so it's hard for me to comment on his drafting history. Either, yeah. But I like when he's what he's done with guys like Oladipo, Sabonis, Turner. Did a great Turner, job with the Oladipo. And McMillan was a great hire. Yeah. He's done a great job. I don't know. I don't know yeah. enough about him, and I'm sure yeah, we'd have to, we, we would have to compensate them. And I don't know if he wants to leave. Yeah. So those are the guys who um, Vol- uh, Volkanov wrote in the Athletic article, which is good. And every day, like I could probably go on Twitter and there's more rumors of other guys. Who, yeah, I, um, I can't wait for that, to be honest. <laughs> kind of, I love that shit. Yeah, just rumors about <laughs> random guys. Um, I don't know. I'm excited where the scene. I'm excited to see where this team goes this week, though. The f- trade deadline's in two days. Yeah. Do you think we'll make any? Do you think? I mean. This yeah, is, Morris we'll will be moves? gone for sure. Morris will be gone for sure. Maybe Randall. You think so? Um, so we'll see. There was yeah. a Kuzma rumor floating around. Uh, I wouldn't hate it. I mean, it's good to get like a good young player back, but the, I don't like the Kuzma contracts. Very don't much. work if you go Morris for Kuzma. No, I know. You, you think, need like a you need get like Danny Green in there or something. Yeah. Do you think? I don't know. Do you think you would? You, I mean, I know the Lakers would totally yeah. take on Morris, and they would totally give up Kuzma for Morris. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think they would too. So I think but that's you something you have to explore. Money and but I don't, I don't know if they have the money. Yeah, the money's difficult. So, I was playing yeah. around with ESPN Trade Simulator. Trade it's machine. Tough to do. Yeah. yeah, it's not easy. Perry has a task. Tough task. Yeah, he does this week. And we will uh, we'll talk this weekend uh, about what happened. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he made some moves. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll do another one of these this weekend, and I uh, hope y'all enjoyed. And all right. See all you guys right. soon. Peace.